I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. If you listened to last week's episode, you will know that I planned on doing a part two or just kind of like a episode to continue the conversation from last week. And last week we were talking about, or I was sharing more about my recent Instagram reel that ended up going viral and triggering so many people. And I think last week I talked about how it was triggering a lot of women, but honestly, even men were commenting on this post. And now it's over a week later and I am still receiving angry comments or just comments from people who are very triggered by this post or just like misunderstanding the point to begin with. So with all that being said, like I said, today's episode is just continuing the conversation from last week. I did want to talk more about calories this week and share something really specific with you that was really eye-opening for me and I think it will be really helpful for you too. Um, So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast episode, I will invite you to go back and give it a listen. I think it's about 45 minutes or so and then just come back to this podcast episode because I think you'll have a better sense of what I'm talking about and just get it a little bit better if you listen to last week's podcast episode first. So we're basically just continuing the conversation about calories. And like I said last week, calories isn't this dirty word that we should be uh, like straying away from or trying not to use. I think that kind of happens when we're going through eating disorder recovery sometimes or most of the time when someone is struggling with an eating disorder they can be extremely fixated on calories and know the calorie amount in everything from a cup of rice to one egg to an apple to their favorite Starbucks order. I know I was like that at one point in time too. Like I could not even pick up an apple and enjoy it with peanut butter without thinking about the exact number of calories. Like my brain just latched onto all of these numbers. So I totally get it if calories in general are like feels kind of like triggering for you and it's something that you're kind of taking a pause from that sort of thing totally get that I went through that phase in my healing journey as well and 
I think it's an important phase. But as I said last week, calories aren't or isn't this dirty word and calories aren't something that we should be afraid to talk about because like I said last week, they really are the like they are energy. Just it's just another word for energy. And we as humans, we literally need energy to survive. So that's why I am cool about talking about calories. But if you do feel like listening to podcast episodes about calories just kind of makes you think more about calories, then feel free to pause this episode, stop it, walk away, and maybe return to it someday in the future. But don't feel that you need to listen to this episode. However, I will also say that if you feel like you tend to fixate on calories and the numbers of things, like the number of calories in certain foods and things like that, I will tell you that that's a pretty good sign that you're actually not eating enough. And then this podcast episode might actually be really great to listen to because today I'm talking about how we likely need so many more calories than we even realize. And I'm going to share something personal with you, kind of something that had me stuck in kind of like my eating disorder, not anorexia, but it was more so when I was struggling with orthorexia or even just like stuck in kind of quasi recovery. I kind of had this sticking point because I thought I knew exactly how many calories I needed to eat. And the reason I say I thought I knew this was because in my early 20s, I no longer struggled with anorexia. I actually never wanted to deal with anorexia ever again. So I kind of got obsessed with making sure that I ate the right amount of food. So I hopped on this website, a very popular website, and calculated my total daily energy expenditure. So last week, and this is another reason why I said make sure you go back to last week's episode if you haven't listened to it yet, but in last week's episode, we talked about basal metabolic rate. And basal metabolic rate is really the amount of calories your body is burning by just lying there. No movement at all, literally just lying there and just like existing essentially. No additional movement or anything on top of that. Not even getting up, putting clothes on and walking to the bathroom or going to have a shower or preparing your meals, like all of these things that you do on a daily basis is not factored into your basal metabolic rate. What When that stuff is factored into your calorie burn, this is actually what we call the total 
daily energy expenditure. And you may have seen this broken down or abbreviated to T-D-E-E. So there's your BMR, which is literally you just lying there and existing as this like human doing absolutely nothing. And then there's also the T-D-E-E, which is your total daily energy expenditure. And this factors in your just normal daily movement. So getting up, walking to the washroom, having a shower, brushing your teeth, making your bed, putting clothes on, going to the kitchen, making breakfast, maybe if you have a dog, taking your dog outside for a quick pee, like all of those little daily things that we do every single day are included into the total daily energy expenditure as well as your exercise. So if you do any intentional movement, like if you lift weights for an example, and that was my first example because that's what I personally do. I love strength training. So I personally lift weights. That's my form of intentional exercise. And I know a lot of you like yoga or Pilates or group fitness classes, like things like that. So that's also factored into the total daily energy expenditure. And when we take the total daily energy expenditure, that is what we're burning on a daily basis. Okay. But like I said, this was actually a sticking point for me in my recovery because I went on this website and it's literally tdeecalculator.net and if you're anything like me, which I do believe that the majority of you who listen to my podcast, you're very much like me. I know all of my clients are very similar to me. So it's likely that you've been on this website before and if not no worries it's just this online calculator where you can plug in your info and it spits out what basically like it calculates as your total daily energy expenditure now i know we can hear this time and time and time again that these calculators aren't totally accurate. It's just kind of this estimate. It's kind of like the best guess, that sort of thing, right? But I think we all have this tendency to, and I shouldn't speak for all of us, but I know for myself and probably every single one of my clients that I've ever worked with in some capacity, whether that has to do with food or some other aspect of their life, but many of us have this part of us that thinks we are this very special little unicorn. And what I mean by that is we can hear that, you know, this TDEE calculator, the number that it generates isn't 100% accurate, but then we think we're like these like little special unicorns. And of course, it's exactly the exact number for us and like I said 
this was a major sticking point for me because I remember in my early 20s, I went and I plugged all my info in on this online calculator and it spit out a number for me and I thought this number that it gave me back then was like the golden standard number. Like I said, I no longer had anorexia at this point in time in my life, but I was struggling with something that I now know of as being orthorexic. And I was so obsessed with not eating too little, but also on the flip side, not eating more than what this calculator told me I was burning on a daily basis. I was so obsessed with this number. And back in my early 20s, like I'm going to talk about numbers today too, but when I did this, I was going to university. I was walking literally everywhere. I walked in or I lived in a very walkable city and I, I truly walked everywhere. So I was probably clocking in over 20,000 steps. I was working out every single day and I was a student. I was in class using my brain, studying the best that I could. So I was a busy bee, not to mention I was also underweight and I really needed nourishment big time. But that's all beside the point. So I plug in my information back then and it spits out this number at me. And like I said, I got really fixated on that number and just truly in no way could comprehend that I would ever need more than that number. And this number wasn't crazy low or anything. I still remember it to this day. It was like 1850. So 1850 calories is what I thought I was supposed to eat every single day. And fast forward to more so like mid late 20s when I was still not intentionally restricting my food. I was consistently eating this like 1850 calories every single day but still didn't have my period and then I found this wonderful world of hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery and I realized that most women who are properly functioning are eating well over 2000 calories and it was so mind-blowing to me because like I said Many years ago, I had gone on this website, plugged in my age, my weight, my height, my activity level, all the things, and I got this number. And it's like, how could this number possibly be wrong? Well, today, I want to tell you just how wrong that number actually is. So, I am on that website right now. So if you want to go on, you can feel free to go on, but I'm on and I'm just going to share with you what 
it shares with me and I'll tell you how like off that is. Okay. So I'm female. I plug in my age, weight, my height and my activity level. So the activity level is the one thing that you kind of select from this drop down menu. Now the options are sedentary with an office job, which I absolutely have. I am sitting at my desk for five to six hours a day. And that's just like when I'm working. So sitting with clients five to six hours a day. And then I sit a lot outside of that too, right? You all know that I love to read. I read for an hour every single morning and usually two hours in the evening. So I'm sitting for like about nine hours a day, but I'm not putting in sedentary. So the next option is also, or is light exercise. So light exercise, they consider to be exercising like in a light kind of way, um, one to two days a week. And they actually don't have, on this website, they don't have a better description of what each of these exercise choices are. So I'm just doing my best, but we'll get to the point of all of this pretty soon. So like I said, that second option is light exercise one to two days a week. So I actually do intentional exercise more than one to two days a week. And I would consider my weightlifting more kind of intense than light. I wouldn't consider it light because I'm not using like five to 10 pound dumbbells. I'm lifting pretty heavy. So the third option is where I would fall. And this is moderate exercise. So this is three to five days a week. Now I typically follow a full three day, like full body split program. So (laughs) I said that kind of weird. So my workouts are typically full body and I do that three days a week, but I will also change it up here and there if I feel like I'm short on time and I'll break up those workouts. So I'm doing two lower body days and two upper body days. So like I said, I think I fall more into this moderate exercise three to five days a week because I am not exercising more than five days a week. That's for sure. So I do want to share the other options with you just so you know that there are two other options. So the next option is heavy exercise. So heavy exercise they consider is six to seven days a week. And that might be like in my head, I guess I'm interpreting it as like heavy exercise, meaning like the intensity might be even a little bit higher. And then the other option is you're an athlete and you're training two times per day. So that's why 
I do not fall into those other two categories. The heavy exercise, I never train six to seven days a week and that's what they're considering heavy exercise here. So that's definitely not my category. And then an athlete is absolutely not my category as I will never ever train two days or two times per day and that is where that athlete option falls. So if you're training multiple times a day, that is what they would consider to be an athlete. So that makes sense as to why I would choose this moderate exercise option. Then there's also a body fat percent option. I have no idea what my body fat is, nor do I care. So that is all the information that I need in order to calculate my total daily energy expenditure. So I'm going to hit that calculate button and we are going to walk through what they're saying I need or what I'm burning on a daily basis and therefore how many calories I need. So they are telling me that I need 1,896 calories per day. So kind of similar to what I shared with you earlier, how in my early 20s, I went on the same website and it told me that I needed 1,850 calories. So right now it's saying 1896. Now for even like the sake of just rounding up, I mean, it's four calories off from 1900. All right. So then they, on this page, after you press calculate, they also give you the other options. If I was to be sedentary, light exercise, or this moderate exercise, or heavy exercise, or an athlete. So even though I chose the moderate exercise, and it's telling me that this 1896 calculation, this result, is a result of me doing moderate exercise, but it is giving me these other numbers if my exercise was different. So let's just kind of work our way up because I will tell you right now, so it's pretty clear like my exercise level is moderate. I work out three to five times a week and it's like pretty moderate intensity. Some days are more intense than others. So, you know, let's go look at this heavy exercise number. Let's say if maybe I made a mistake and I should have clicked that heavy exercise option. So had I clicked that heavy exercise option, it's telling me that I need 2,110 calories per day. So that heavy exercise option was, remember it said if I worked out heavy six to seven times a week. I never work out six to seven times a week. I always have two full days where I am being a sloth on the couch. I'm at most going for little walks throughout the day. So 
I'm never working out six to seven times a week. And remember, that's what they consider to be heavy exercise. And it's saying here that if I clicked that, I would need to eat 2,110 calories a day. Well, guess what? I have to eat more than that to maintain where I'm at right now and actually feel satisfied throughout the day, sleep through the night, maintain my period, poop every single day, and reach all of these other really important health markers, I need to be eating much more than 2,110 calories every single day in order for me to actually be healthy. Like, I'm sure... I would have no period or something would go wonky with my cycle if I dropped down to 2,110 calories. So like I said, I eat more than that. So let's look at their athlete number. Remember, their athlete option was like I would have to click the athlete option or someone would choose the athlete option if they trained two times a day every single day of the week. I am so far from being an athlete. You guys, I don't even go to the gym. Like I own my own gym. So I have a full gym set up in my basement. Yes, I do. It's not just limited to smaller size dumbbells so I do have a full gym with plates and a squat rack and everything but I my dumbbells only go up to 35 pounds so it's not like I have all the weights that the gym has okay so by no means am I an athlete but let's circle back to what they would recommend me eat if I was an athlete So the number is 2,325 calories. You guys, I eat more than this. Not just 20 calories more, not just 50 calories more, not even just 100 calories more. I eat like 200 calories more than that every single day on a consistent basis for the last how many years? Many years since I got my period back. So I share this with you because I was so stuck on these numbers from these online calorie calculating sites. I would plug in my information constantly to make sure I had the number right. And I thought, I could never eat more than what it told me I should eat. But I thought it was so important to share this with you that as someone who is healthy and getting her period back and checking off all of the other important health markers, like the biofeedback markers, like I have great digestion, I sleep like a rock throughout the night, and like all of these other amazing things, okay? And I don't overexercise. I'm not this athlete, but I am eating more calories than even their athlete option. 200 more calories than their athlete option. 
So like I said, I just thought this was so, so, so important to share because I got so hung up on this number and I truly believe that I cannot be the only person who once thought that a calculator knew more and knew better than her own body. So please, let's toss out the calculators and if you really don't know where to start on your journey, like if after hearing this episode, you realize that, wow, I probably am really under eating, then I would love to support you on this journey. Honestly, I love this stuff so much. And I also want to be really clear about something. If after listening to my podcast episode, whether it was these two past episodes like last week's and this week's, or if you've been following me for quite some time and you know what I'm all about and after all this time of listening to these podcast episodes, you're realizing that, wow, yeah, okay, I really am under eating. I do really want to be clear that I, you do not have to count calories in order to work with me. This is not something that I have any of my clients do as a requirement to work with me. Not at all. In fact, my clients and I, we rarely talk about calories. Okay. So I meet every single one of my clients where they're at. I don't follow some kind of cookie cutter approach. So if you've ever asked me, what does a session look like with you? Honestly, it is so different for every single one of my clients. And I think that's a beautiful thing because you want a practitioner to meet you where you're at. So that is really how I show up for my clients. But I just wanted to clarify because I know I've been chatting about calories a lot and I did not in any way want you to feel like, wow, I am super interested in working with Meg, but I'm scared to track calories. Please know that that is not something we're going to be doing together. So I hope this episode helped you. I received more questions on Instagram that kind of relate to everything we've been talking about for these past two weeks. So I'm going to get to those questions in next week's episode, but I really do hope that this episode landed with you and hopefully we can just like forget these online calculators because honestly, your body likely needs more food than what they're telling you. So have a good week, my friends, and I will be back next week with a brand new episode answering your questions.